The Bible Study Podcast, episode 452. Today, the Bible Study Podcast wraps up Matthew 21 in our study of the Gospel of Matthew. Welcome to the Bible Study Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Christensen. We were in Matthew 21 when we left our story last week, and Jesus is in the temple. He has been approached by the Pharisees who want to know by what authority he is teaching. He first quizzes them about John the Baptist and whose authority, since they won't answer him, he doesn't answer them whose authority he is doing this. But he tells a story. He tells the story of a parable of two sons, the son who did what his father wanted, even though he said he wouldn't. And the son who said he wouldn't, but then go ahead and changes his mind. And then he tells a second parable. Listen to another parable. There was a landowner who planted a vineyard. He put a wall around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a watchtower. Then he rented the vineyard to some farmers and moved to another place. When the harvest time approached, he sent his servants to the tenants to collect his fruit. The tenants seized his servants. They beat one, killed another, and stoned a third. Then he sent other servants to them more than the first time, and the tenants treated them the same way. Last of all, he sent his son to them. They will respect my son, he said. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to each other, This is the heir. Come, let's kill him and take his inheritance. So they took him and threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, when the owner of the vineyard comes, what will he do to those tenants? He will bring those wretches to a wretched end, they replied, and he will rent the vineyard to other tenants who will give him his share of the crop at harvest time. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures, The stone the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. The Lord has done this, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Therefore I tell you that the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people who will produce its fruit. Anyone who falls on this stone will be broken to pieces. Anyone on whom it falls will be crushed. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard Jesus' parables, they knew he was talking about them. They looked for a way to arrest him, but they were afraid of the crowd because the people held that he was a prophet. So Jesus tells this parable, and it sounds like it's a parable about some bad tenants, but really it's a parable about the Jewish people, about the Jewish religious leaders. Because he is saying that this farmer had this vineyard, and he rented it out. It was not the vineyard of those who were renting it. They were merely stewards of it. And they owed something to the one who built the vineyard, the one who had put in all the work to dig the well and put the wall in and to plant the vines, the one whose vineyard it was. And he says, you're like that vineyard. You, like that fig tree that Jesus had cursed two episodes ago as he came into Jerusalem because it did not bear fruit. He said, bearing fruit is what it's all about. And you instead have been the ones who have killed the messengers and you're about to, by the way, kill the son that was sent from the owner. They're not going to get that part of it until later. But basically the messengers that he's sending, he's talking about the Old Testament prophets and how many of them were killed by the people of Israel. How many of them were rejected by the people of Israel? And he's saying it's about time that the owner did something about you that this kingdom will be taken away from you and given to a people 
who will produce its fruit. Now, our understanding of this is that people are, some of them Jewish and some of them Gentile, but it is the church that this message was given to, that basically at this point, as they are about to reject the son, as they're about to kill the son, that the, the father is going to move in a different direction. He's going to start a second covenant with all who will receive him, Jewish and Gentile, religious leader or fisherman, that what it's all about is bearing fruit. What it's all about is doing the will of the Father who owns the vineyard in the first place. Let's continue on to Matthew 23. We're still here in this week here between Palm Sunday and the Passion, in between Palm Sunday and Good Friday and Easter. And we get another parable from Jesus here in 22. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fatted cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. So go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out to the streets and gathered all the people they could find, the bad as well as the good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. He asked him, how did you get in here without wedding clothes, friend? The man was speechless. The king told the attendant, tie him hand and foot and throw him into the outer darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. This parable, like the last, is about a bunch of ungrateful people who receive a parting invitation, who receive an invitation to the party, don't even have the courtesy to RSVP, and are busy about their own business, even though the party is being put on by a king. And they even are mistreating the servants again and killing them, very much like that last parable about the man who has a vineyard, so we can see the parallels between the two. But And again, the party goes on, but it goes on with other people. Again, the vineyard goes on, but it belongs to new tenants. And so people are invited in, the good and the bad gathered from the streets, and the wedding is filled with guests. Again, God's saying that the kingdom of heaven is like this. The kingdom of heaven will go on. It just may not go on with you. But then there's this odd thing at the end here where we get this person who manages to make it into the wedding, but he is not prepared. He is not wearing the appropriate garb for a wedding. And the king comes to him and says, how did you get here without the wedding clothes, friend? And when the king calls you friend, you may be a, a little wary here because he is tossed hand and foot and thrown out into the outer darkness. There's weeping and gnashing of teeth. When we talk about weeping and gnashing of teeth, that's another phrase that is often used for hell. But when we say that, I don't want you to think of hell as a place of punishment, but I want you to think of gnashing of teeth again as regret. Can you imagine the regret to know there is a party going on and you are instead tied hand and foot and thrown out into darkness? 
just because you forgot to wear your suit, just because you forgot to prepare, just because you are not clothed appropriately. And now when we talk about clothed, I don't want you to think that this is, I need to wear a tie and suit to church, otherwise they're going to be rejecting me. But again, think more of the verses in the Bible that talk about being clothed with the righteousness of Jesus about having our sins covered with his blood, and therefore we are clothed with his righteousness. Think about that when we think about clothing here, is how did you come here if you are not prepared to be in the presence of the king, if you're not prepared to be in God's presence because you are coming in through the entry which is provided for us by Jesus. And so this this poor man ends up tied hand and foot and in great regret, in darkness. Because many are called, because many are invited, but few are chosen. God gets to determine who spends time with him. God gets to determine who goes to the party. And God also gets to determine who doesn't and by what means we gain entry. And our understanding as Christians is that we gain entry through the one he sent, through the Son, through the Chosen One, through the Christ, the Messiah, through Jesus. With that, we're going to end this episode of the Bible Study Podcast. If you have a question, send an email to host at thebiblestudypodcast.com, or better yet, leave a comment on this episode at thebiblestudypodcast.com. You can also follow me on Twitter, Pinterest, or Instagram as Chris2x. And as always, thanks so much for listening. What happens when a writer and former history teacher goes toe-to-toe with his best friend, a nationally touring stand-up comedian? Total carnage, that's what. Two men enter, and two men leave, because that's how it works. (laughs) Actually, you get hilarious, real, and insightful conversations about life, history, culture, faith, and everything in between. Join me, comedian Johnny W., and my pal, author, and speaker John Driver for Talk About That at LifeAudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.